Hello everyone and welcome to this episode. I just want to remind you that everything that's going to be shared on this podcast is for educational purposes only and not meant to be a replacement for therapy with a licensed mental health professional. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. And if you want to connect with me, feel free to find me on Twitter at Akayami Listens or on my website at www.life-counseling-transitions.com or my other website at akayamimccoy.com. All right, let's get into it. Did you know that car accidents fall under two categories, at fault and not at fault? And most people believe that as long as they are not at fault, their insurance rates won't go up and they don't run the risk of being canceled by their insurance company. Well, what you may not realize is that if you're somebody that gets into multiple car accidents where you are not at fault, you still run the risk of being canceled. You still run the risk of having your insurance rates increased. And you're still going to run the risk of getting a high insurance rate, no matter what insurance company you go to. You know why? Because even though you were not at fault, there is still some thinking behind it as to what you may have been doing to cause the accident to happen. Sometimes people um, don't merge properly. Some people change lanes without using their signals. There's sometimes something that is happening in your car that may increase the likelihood of you having a car accident. But because of the way the accident happened, it appears that it's not your fault. Well, that's the same thing that happens when there is a conflict between two people, two or more people. Most of the time when the conflict happens, and we're trying to figure out what caused it, no one is really willing to take ownership of the conflict or the reason or the the consequences of the, the conflict. Nobody's really willing to take ownership because they always usually believe that it was what someone else did that caused it to happen. What we don't notice is that How we respond is what will determine how that conflict is going to end. If I don't respond negatively, then it's possible that the conflict can be shortened, that reconciliation could happen a lot quicker, or that we could figure out what went wrong so it doesn't happen again. But if I respond negatively to that situation, then the chances of it getting worse are a lot higher. So are you willing to change? Are you willing to change how you respond to situations that are not the best? Change only happens when People that are involved in a conflict admittedly state that they were wrong. 
and ask for forgiveness, apologize for the part that they played, instead of constantly reminding someone of what they did. Whenever there is a desire for reconciliation, that's not the time to rehash all the things that somebody did wrong. And if we do that, there is going to be no reconciliation. Or if reconciliation happens, there's still going to be tension involved because it was never really resolved. Because people will hold and harbor ill feelings toward the other person because they really didn't resolve the problem. Instead of saying, you did this, remember when you did that, but I acted this way because you did this. Instead of doing that, it could be better for both of you when you say, you know, if I had not had, I mean, had, had I not done this, this probably wouldn't have gotten as bad. So for that, I apologize. And I'm going to work to not do that again in the future. Because people really just want to be acknowledged and feel that they are being heard with whatever it is that they're complaining about in the first place. But sometimes people are a little unforgiving. And what I mean by unforgiving, they hear your apology. They tell you that they forgive you, but they don't want to be reconciled with you regardless of it. So that causes people not to change because they're thinking, if I change, I'm still not going to get what I desire. So I might as well stay the way I am. And unfortunately, that helps nobody. That benefits no one. And then people will tend to repeat bad behavior and that cycle of bad behavior because they're not willing to make the change. Because change before did not render them anything positive. When a person is not willing to change because they don't believe that they should be the one to change, then the possibility of the cycle repeating itself is very high. People feel like everybody else is the problem and they're not the problem. So you'll hear people say stuff like, I've been doing everything right. It's you who's doing this wrong. It's you who is causing these problems. And they will say that same thing with the next relationship and the next relationship and the next relationship. And they will never take notice that they have the same problems in every relationship. And as long as we believe that how we behave is okay and not worth changing, then we can expect the same results. Broken relationships, hurt feelings, frustration, anger, all of that can be expected because we're not willing to search within ourselves to see what really needs to change within us. And unfortunately, that's pretty sad to see somebody go through that repeated cycle because they're not willing to take notice of what they are doing that's contributing to broken relationships. 
sometimes people say that for me to change is to say that I, I'm doing something wrong and I'm not. But unfortunately, <laughs> you are doing something wrong and it needs to be adjusted. And it does not mean that you're weak for making changes and adjustments in the way that you respond to people. But if you're going to have a better relationship with others, then it is worth you taking a look at yourself as to how you might be contributing to the problems that arise. So are you willing to change? Are you willing to have somebody, preferably a mental health professional, talk to you and help you see what possibly needs to change? Because really, the reason that you may feel strongly about what you're feeling and how you behave because of something that may have happened to you in the past. And if you don't confront that and you don't resolve that, then yes, you're probably going to be the way you are for the rest of your life. And that's not a positive thing. That's not a good thing. Even though that is your way of protecting yourself, you're protecting yourself is hurting other people and is hurting your relationship with others. So seek help from someone that could help you discover and identify what is causing you to feel how you feel and repeat the same patterns that you're repeating over and over again. Helps, let somebody help you identify what those things are and what's triggering you. And that way, maybe you can make some slight changes to your response to others that may improve your relationships in the future. So I'm going to ask you the question that I asked in the beginning with the title, and that is, do you really want to change? If you said yes, then when you start looking into getting help from a mental health professional, make sure you go with the attitude that you're going there to change you. Don't go in with the attitude that you're going to go and get the answers to how you can change other people. Because if that's what you're going there for, you're going to be very disappointed because therapy is not for the other person. Counseling is not for the other person. It's for you. And it's for you to figure out what you need to do within yourself to help yourself. And you want to be actively involved in coming up with a treatment plan that you're going to take ownership on ownership to. You got to be committed to the work. You got to be committed to the process. And also don't think that this change is going to be drastic and it's going to help. It's going to happen immediately. You got to be willing to be patient with the process and you got to be willing to have more than one session in order for you to gain the tools that you need to help make the changes in your own life. And don't go with the attitude that everybody's at fault for the way that you are. Because even if something happened to you at the hands of another person, or even if someone hurt you or caused you pain, 
that does not mean that you have to behave a certain way or act a certain way as a result of that. The only thing that you have to do is make sure that you're able to monitor yourself and control yourself and change yourself. Those are the things that you want to do in order to have the desired life and the most healthy mental health life (laughs) that you could possibly have. So I hope this helped. I hope that you found something that I've said to be helpful for you. And if you decide that you're going to get the help that you need um, and you want to seek services from me, feel free to go to my website at www.life-counseling-transitions.com or look for services in your local area by typing in therapist in my area and psychology today will probably pull up and that way you can put in your zip code to find a therapist in your area that works with um, whatever issues that you may be struggling with and remember change starts with you until the next time good mental health and good spiritual health take care